Welcome to the Lotus File Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Butner, and today we're going to record episode four of the DM series. I know this one took a while. I'm sorry, guys. I've been doing a lot of traveling. If you're not already following me, follow me on Traveling Sweet Gel of Mamas on Instagram, and you can keep up with all my travels. So let's get into episode four of the DM series, and I'm going to start with a letter. So this one says, hi, sis. My married boyfriend came to visit me in Gambia for three weeks. We have been dating for two years and we have a son together. He always tells me that he can't marry me until he gets his papers from his Gambian American wife in Seattle. I have been patient with him, but I'm getting frustrated. I have another boyfriend here in the Gambia and he also wants to marry me. I am currently pregnant and hiding it from my married boyfriend because it's definitely not his. The reason why I don't want to tell him is because after the visit, I want to call him and put this pregnancy on him so that he can pay for me to fly to the U.S. to deliver this baby there as he did with our first child. I want both my children to have American citizenship. I am not asking for advice. I just wanted to share my story with you. Okay, sis, you're not asking for advice, so I have nothing to say. Thank you for sharing your story. And I guess what I can say is to all my sisters in Seattle who are married to Gambian men, eh, check yourselves. One of your husbands has a wife in Gambia. <laughs> because this one, I can't even call her a girlfriend. Ah, they already have a baby. He paid for this woman to come to the U.S. to deliver the first baby. Now, said girlfriend is pregnant again, but not from him, but from her side dude. And But she's about to put this pregnancy on him so that he can pay for another trip for delivery in the U.S., so, you know, all these Gambian husbands that are flying to the to the Gambia for quick holidays for two weeks, three weeks, you know, listen, make sure y'all trust your men and y'all know what your men are up to. Because clearly there's some of these guys that are doing their own thing on the side. Now, I also have to say some Gambian women are very aware that their husbands have girlfriends or their husbands have babies on the outside while they're married to them and they choose to ignore it. So whatever works for you to each their own. Let's move on to the next letter because this woman said, I'm not asking for your advice. Okay. Okay. The next letter says, hi, auntie. I am a gay Gambian boy who has been hiding my sexual orientation all my life. I live with my older sister and my younger sister. My older sister is married to an African-American man and he comes to visit her all the time. My older sister decided two years ago that she no longer wanted to raise her children in America. So she and her kids moved here. This past December, when her husband came to visit, he was very friendly with me. Every time my sister and the kids went out, he would watch TV with me, take me out for drinks, and really give me the attention I have been craving. One day, he came to my room 
while it was just the two of us at home and told me that he knows. I asked him, know what? And he repeated, I know you are gay. I immediately dashed for the door, but he held my arm and pulled me into his chest. Okay. He told me it is okay. And I started crying. He hugged me and started rubbing my back. He told me that my secret was safe with him. Later that night, he came into my room. I knew it was him without looking because I could smell his cologne. I was so nervous because I didn't know what he was going to do. He got into bed with me and held me. Okay. I was facing the wall, so he was spooning me. He started caressing me, and we were both breathing heavily. He whispered in my ears to relax as he put his hands in my boxes and held my dick. He began to jerk me off. He was kissing my neck as he was massaging my dick. It felt so good. I came very fast and he just held me for another 10 minutes until my breathing settled. Then he got up and went back to my sister's room. After that night, he started teaching me how to kiss when no one was home. He was so gentle with me and patient. Auntie, you can imagine in my 22 years. Oh, wait a minute. Sir, if you're 22 years, you cannot call me auntie. My child is only 16. If you are older than my child, I am not your auntie. I am your sister. Now, let me carry on. I have never kissed a man or been kissed by one. Needless to say, I fell in love with my sister's husband. He shared with me that he is bisexual and my sister has no idea. He has always hidden that part of his life from her because my sister is very religious. Anyway, one morning, he told me that he had plans to go up country and told my sister he would take me along. We packed the car and, and drove together. We held hands while driving and sang songs and told jokes and talked the whole way. We spent three nights there and we slept in the same bed. We did a lot of things which were a first for me. Auntie, I know this story is long. Again, who is your auntie? I am not your auntie, sir. You are 22 years old. Eh? I am your sister. So, he says, Auntie, I know my story is long, but I am now living in America with my sister's husband, going to school here. We are madly in love, and whenever he goes to, to Gambia to see my sister, I miss him so much. My sister and I share the same man, and she has no idea. Hey! You guys, I get letters sometimes and I read it and I am in shock, but never 
have I got a letter that said, I am sharing the same man as my sister and she has no idea. And this is a man that is writing this. Again, this is a judgment-free zone. I have no issue with the fact that you're gay. Nor do I have an issue with the fact that your sister's husband is bisexual. What bothers me is the fact that nobody is informing said sister. So your older sister is in her marriage, thinking that she is married to a heterosexual man. So for this husband, how cowardly are you? To be in a relationship with a heterosexual woman, marry her, have children with her, know that she is religious. You're here fucking your wife's brother. Ah! And the woman has no idea. And now, young man, I understand. You are gay in Gambia, so that's something you've never been able to express. This man was able to tell right away. That you're gay. He gave you the love you've been seeking all your life, I'm sure. He's definitely exposed you and opened you up to all the sexual activities that you've probably never experienced in Gambia with another man before. So you're enjoying that. He's gentle with you. He's hugging you. You're able to cry in his arms. So of course you fall in love. But again... It's the sister who is the, 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 the victim in this situation. It's the sister that nobody is thinking about. It's the sister that nobody has regard for, the husband or the brother. So now you mean to tell me, young man, somehow, somehow, you've managed to find yourself in America and you're living with your very own sister's husband, fucking him every single day, living together like man and man romancing each other, sleeping, I'm sure, on your sister's marital bed in America. And when your sister's husband goes to Gambia to visit his wife, you're like, I miss him so much. I mean, y'all actually see nothing wrong with this, young man. You actually think this is okay? Because it's not okay. Imagine your sister finding out. The betrayal. And I'm sure it's your sister who's helped you get to America. And as you already shared with us, you and your younger sister are living with your older sister. So that means your older sister is responsible or was responsible for you and your younger sister. And this is the payback that she gets? You're fucking her husband on the low? No, my guy, this is not right. This is not right. You know, you can express yourself all you want. Maybe you should have a boyfriend at the university who's not your sister's husband. Maybe you should date somebody else who is not your sister's husband. Maybe you should be fucking somebody else who is not your sister's husband. This is not okay. Y'all gotta have some kind of moral compass. Some kind of principles that you live by. Sir, thank you for sharing your story. And don't you call me auntie again. I am not your auntie. Let's move on to the next letter. Guys, I know that was a long one, but sure. Jesus. I mean, 
I'm upset for the sister. And that's my reaction. It's not judgment. And I hope that's not what you guys are reading into my response. I just feel like nobody's looking out for the sister. The husband's not looking out for his wife. These two people are just out here fucking each other and having a grand old time. And I'm sure as responsible and religious as the sister is, if she was to be informed that her husband is bisexual, she probably would make different choices, right? And I'm sure you young man, if you told your sister that you're fucking her husband, she would not be married to him. Now you, you're her, her brother, whether she likes it or not, until death do you part, no matter how much you offend her, that blood relationship can never go anywhere. But I mean, somebody needs to let her know what's going on. This is not right. This is just... <sighs> anyway, young man, you have some, some thinking to do. You have some soul searching to do. Check in your moral compass. Check your principles in life. How do you live? Like, this is the sister who's taking care of you, taking care of you, got you to the U.S. I am very sure your sister helped you get to the U.S. And this is not the payback that she deserves. Absolutely not. She deserves a little bit of honesty from both you and her husband. All right, guys, let me get off my high horse. Now, we have another letter that says, Hi, sis. I graduated high school and could not find a job, so I started working as a maid for a very rich and prominent man. His wife is abroad. Oi, these people and their transcontinental marriages, their intercontinental marriages. You know, we got to talk about that. You know, guys, my people. Like these marriages that we're having where one is in China and the other one is in South Africa. One is in Gambia, one is in Russia. One is in Senegal, the other one is in New York. One is in London, the other one is in Burkina Faso. I mean, how is this working out? Because as you can see, it's a shit show. Especially in the formative years when you're supposed to be together. I understand. Sometimes you're filing for each other. So you have to be apart. Somebody's job is in the Western world. The other person is left at home. Make an effort to show up every two months if you can. At the most every three months to make sure you're seeing each other. You're having an intimate relationship. You're keeping all communication lines open. And if you can avoid it, avoid it altogether. But... These things where you put one wife here, one husband there, and then ah, these letters will continue to come in like this as long as there's no, you know, short-term solution. It's just not sustainable long-term for two people to be in two different continents and they're calling their relationship a marriage. Marriage, my ass. Body no be firewood. We all have blood running through our veins. huh? And that blood, it gets to your clit. And that thing starts to tick, tick, tick. And you know what? You get horny and you want to feel a man right inside of you. And the men, same thing. The blood gets to your ding-a-ling and that thing stands up right. And it wants to enter a woman. Or if you're gay, it wants to enter a man or a man's mouth, whatever the case. My point is we're all sexual beings. This is how we were made. So 
the idea that you can put a spouse somewhere like their picture frame and hang them in a house, go about your business and come back in a year, six months, five months, and you're going to find them still hung on the wall. No, please understand. And this is for all men and women. Each one of them has something going on somewhere. Huh? Because huh, things have to be thinked. Yes. Vaginas have to be vaginaed and dicks have to be dicked. So, you know, if you're in a situation like that, figure out a way to make it very short term. And if it's going to be long term, find a way to each other. Like in very short periods of time, every two months, every three months, you're seeing each other. You're being intimate. You're holding each other. Ah. Anyway, I digress. Let's go back. It says, hi, sis. I graduated high school and could not find a job. So I started working as a maid for a very rich man. He's rich and prominent. His wife is abroad. So that means he's in the house by himself. After one month of working there, he started hitting on me. Of course, no surprise there. I said no to his advances, so he doubled my salary. I still refused his, his advances. The following month, when he paid me, he also gave me a brand new phone, a real LV bag from Dubai, and inside the bag, he put $1,000. I must say that I was impressed and agreed to have dinner with him at his house. I cooked and set the table for us, then went to take a shower and get dressed. When I joined him at the table, he was upset and asked me to go back and change into my working clothes. Sis, this man has a fetish for maids and didn't like me when I was looking like a city girl. After I changed back to my maid working clothes, he was happy and we had a nice dinner. He took me to his bedroom and we had sex. He asked me not to take off my malan. The malan is a lapa, kanga. The sex was amazing. After that day, he started coming home early so we could have sex while I was still in my working clothes. He asked me to stop wearing deodorant and perfume. <laughs> Okay, so not only does Oga want you to look like a maid, he also wants you to smell funky. Okay. He asked me to stop wearing deodorant and perfume when I come to work in the morning. Sis, this man likes fucking me while I'm sweaty and funky. Uh-huh, I called it. He brought, he brought me gifts every time he traveled to go see his wife or for business. Then he asked my parents... If I could sleep at his house while he was traveling for two weeks. The truth is, he never traveled for those two weeks. He just wanted me to be sleeping over. We had sex only during the day while I worked. At night after I showered and got clean, he was not at all interested in sex. But, he, but we had great conversations. Okay, but we had great conversations. This went on for almost a year, and then I got pregnant, of course. He came to my parents' house and took responsibility for the pregnancy. He married me after I gave birth to our son. I moved into the house, and his wife in America still has no idea, and I don't care. 
I am now pregnant with our second child. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I rest my case. I feel like I, I, the, I don't have any... It, it, what can I say? Words are not forming in my mouth because I feel like I've said it already. Huh? So homegirl is now pregnant with baby number two, living in the mansion she's been cleaning and married to the man who owns the house. And you, foolish wife, that's sitting in America playing, I'm American, I'm Western, I'm, I don't know what. Eh? <laughs> Your husband has married your second wife and you don't even know. Hey, people. Hmm? Mm. People are dangerous. So please uh, open your eyes and be well, well aware of what's going on with your spouse, especially when you're in this intercontinental, intergalaxy, interplanetary uh, marriages. Wallahi. Look out for yourselves. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to come back with episode five so we can wrap up the DM series and we can move on to um, the series that we had started called the Lamin series. We have a couple more Lamins to bring to the front of the classroom. So we will get that done. But first, next episode will be episode five so we can wrap up the DM series because I still have dms that came in from the semester season as well as other dms that just came in as people share their stories thank you for sharing your stories with me thank you for trusting me thank you for showing up on this platform and listening to these stories thank you for laughing along with me listening to the advice that i have to give and again you know no judgment zone so keep them coming in <laughs>